Hello, hello, good day, and welcome to another episode of After School History. I am your genial host, Anthony J. Ashitino. Uh, and today I wanted to talk about a couple of things that have been popping up. First of all, um, I want to really thank you, my listeners. Uh, we've actually gotten over 100 listens on this podcast. Um, you know, I started it out just because I wanted to be able to get my message out there. I wanted to be able to talk to people, um, to, to bring a little bit of entertainment, a little bit of knowledge. And now here I am, you know, over 100 listeners. And not just not just in and around where I live. I mean, I have listeners uh, from uh, the United Kingdom, from the Philippines, uh, from Pakistan, and from the United States, from multiple states, as I talked about in my last uh, podcast. And I am really grateful. I am. I, I really appreciate each and every one of you that listen to this. And I encourage you, tell your friends, uh, tell family members, you know, um, give, give it a shot. They might really like it. I hope that they will. That's my goal. And if there's something else you want to hear about, as always, tell me. Um, now, I've gotten, a, a, you know, some feedback on some of the things I've talked about uh, in the past. And um, <clears throat> one of the things that's come up that I had to deal with a lot this week, uh, especially in school, was the Area 51 raid, okay? Um, which is uh, about one of the silliest things, uh, you know, possible. But uh, in America, it brings up a great issue. We love conspiracy theories. We do, okay? Uh, every time something happens, uh, there's a conspiracy theory about it. And then when you try and explain to people, you know, okay, well, actually, no, it's quite simple. The, the reason it's like, that's just what they want you to do. You know, it's like the great line from Airplane. <laughs> uh, what's his face says to Robert Stack, you know, should we turn the lights on on the runway? No, that's just what they'd be expecting us to do. So here I am right now to talk about a couple of things. First of all, Area 51. I know there's going to be this whole movement. You know, we can run faster than bullets. Um, spoiler alert. No, you can't. You cannot run faster than bullets, and the government has a lot of them. Not that they would use that. I mean, it really doesn't look good for the government to gun down people trying to stupidly, you know, uh, breach Area 51. Um, the bottom line is you'd simply be picked up and thrown into wagons, arrested, in charge of the violation of coming onto federal property, which uh, I, I don't know off the top of my head would kind of... Um, you know, I don't know that you'd go to jail, but you'd certainly be fined a decent amount, and they might take some of the ringleaders and send them away for a bit. But here's the thing, Area 51, okay? Um, Area 51, uh, historically, because of its location out in the middle of the desert and whatnot, uh, has been used by the U.S. Air Force to test some more secretive uh, weapons. I mean, this is this happens uh, throughout the world. Uh, you know, everyone, the Soviets had their places, the Chinese had their places. And traditionally, these places are out in the middle of nowhere because you really don't want any visitors. And in the days before you had Google Maps and satellites, uh, you really had no idea what was going on out there. And that suited the government just fine. You, you didn't want the Soviets finding out what you were testing. You didn't want anyone to really know about it because it was top secret. And then, you know, with Area 51, it's quite simple. Uh, you can read up on this everywhere, uh, you know, online. And if you really want to believe that this is just the government misleading you, okay, there's not a whole lot that I can do right now to dissuade you. What I can explain, though, is the following. That it was a high-altitude 
um, balloon trial, and one of the U.S. airmen uh, ended up suffering some serious injuries as a result, um, came down, and then all of a sudden this rumor spread. Um, and there was at the time in the 50s, I mean, you have to understand, all of these new aircraft were coming into being. Some of them, you know, they were experimenting with aircraft that kind of would look like what today we, we talk about as flying saucers. There were, uh, you know, uh, uh, flying wings. The Germans had one with the, um, oh dear, what, what was it? The, the 151, the, the message with the Comet, and it was in the 262. Anyway, the bottom line is that there was a lot of stuff going on, and maybe people saw certain things. And I mean, again, this is, you have to remember, this is 40 years after we first started flying, all of a sudden we've got jet aircraft, we've got these aircraft flying at ridiculous speeds, at high altitudes, looking strange because we were experimenting with stuff. Of course people want to believe, hey, maybe those are, you know, extraterrestrial things flying around. And I think that it's, it's, it's quite possible the government was happy to let people believe that because, you know, they really don't want people... What do you think the government would rather have? People running around going... Hey, that it looks like they're flying saucers, or people going around going, "Hey, that looks like a new prototype for a U.S. aircraft," and let's make notes about it and then spread it around. Again, this is well before anything like the internet, so it's impossible to really get it out there. But you know, conspiracy theories exist for a reason, and they exist mostly because people are naturally distrustful of authority. Okay, they naturally want to distrust. The government is always up to something. People working for the government are always trying to do something. And, and in occasion, it has happened. I mean, there have been cases where the government's lied, um, you know, for whatever reason. But the reality is that, as I talk about, if you go back and, and you look at my, and you listen to my podcast uh, about the truly astronomical size, that's what I call it, the astronomical size of what's out there, was the third or fourth podcast I did. I talk about how absolutely huge the universe is and how any extraterrestrial life forms that wanted to come visit us would be coming from uh, at, at the early... We, we believe recently we've just found um, a planet in the Goldilocks zone. That's where it's not too hot, not too cold. It's just right from its you know parent star that has water, okay? And since all of the life forms we've ever found uh, in, you know, we, we believe we only know about life forms that are carbon-based, at least things that we understand, that would be a prerequisite. Now, that's 111 light years away. 111 light years is 111 times uh, over 5 trillion, okay? That's how many miles we're talking about, all right? So we're talking about, uh, let's just say for, for kicks, uh, 600 trillion light year, uh, 600 trillion miles away. I mean, if you have any idea of how math works and you have any idea about how fast the fastest things that we have in this world work, you understand what we're talking about. You understand we're talking about Thousand, tens of thousands of years to get here unless that civilization has mastered uh, warping space-time, creating wormholes and stuff. And let me tell you, if they've got that level of technology, goodness gracious, 
we really don't want them anywhere near us because what happens when far superior civilizations come into contact with more primitive civilizations, as we would be considered to them, the end result is always bad for the primitive civilizations. It would not be good for us. If they've mastered space-time travel, we're screwed. Pardon my language. We like to keep everything PG here at After School History, but that's about, that's about as easy as I can say it. So, um, you know, extraterrestrials may be out there. They're not coming to Earth. They're not abducting people. They're not turning cows inside out. Uh, it's just not happening. Go with the more plausible explanations. And other conspiracy theories as well. I mean, the conspiracy theory about the Kennedy assassination, okay? Um, you know, it, it's not... The whole magic bullet theory is uh, uh, baloney. Um, people have shown time and again how the fact that the seats in the limousine that was carrying President Kennedy and the governor of Georgia were actually tiered. And they were tiered, so it, meaning one was higher than the other. It, the bullet didn't have to go in and make a 90-degree turn and then go uphill and then make another 45-degree turn. No, it was simply shot from a higher position. It went in at a certain angle and hit both of them uh, and then unfortunately blew off President Kennedy's head or, or a decent portion of it. Um, there's no need, uh, you know, the, the uh, second grassman on the rocky, on the grassy knoll, sorry. No, there's no need for that, okay? It's, it's actually fairly simple as to what happened. All right? It was one man with a gun. Uh, everything shows that he could have done it. Now, I know no one wants to believe that's what happened because everyone wants to believe, well, was this the mafia? Was this a Soviet sleeper agents? Was this a combination of... You know, no, it, it really wasn't. It was... And I'm not saying that maybe certain groups didn't try and influence uh, the assassin, uh, Lee Harvey Oswald, um, I think maybe he believed he was doing it for better reasons. But the bottom line is that the most simple explanation, Occam's razor, the most simple explanation is almost inevitably the correct one, okay? Uh, we, we go to 9-11. Um, I talked about this on my 9-11 episode, but the conspiracy theories about that are, are just as, as ridiculously silly. Oh, no, that they put bombs in the towers. That, do, nobody noticed any of this stuff. Nobody noticed bombs being put on multiple levels of the towers, and then somehow uh, the people on the planes were taken to another place. This is absolutely ridiculous, okay? What happened was the most simple explanation the planes flew into the towers, they hit the towers, eventually the steel, you know, bended to a point, it, it bent to a point, bended, listen to me here, it bent to a point where uh, the, the extreme weight of the floors above where the impact zone was ended up creating a pancaking effect. That's what happened, okay? But I get it, I get that people like conspiracies, people like to talk about the Bermuda Triangle, okay? Oh, more planes disappear there, ships disappear there. If you actually look at it, um, you probably have a better chance of having your ship disappear if you're off the coast of South Africa. Because rogue waves, those waves that it's like, oh, we've got a wave here, it's 20 feet tall, 20 feet tall, 20 feet tall, 95 feet tall. Rogue waves tend to appear there um, in, in you know fairly decent numbers. Um, more ships have been lost off of the coast of South Africa probably than have been lost off of, you know, in most of the Caribbean. 
Um, but it's nice to believe that the Bermuda Triangle's like, well, are there extraterrestrials? Are there, is it a time warp zone of something like that? Um, no, it's not. It's just that people came up with this whole, oh, that's a place that everything's going away in. Now, the, the thoughts to take from this are the following, um, and, and I really address this to all members of Ash's army, uh, when you go forward and you debate with people, when you talk to people that are, you know, bringing up conspiracies and, you know, uh, you know, oh, well, the world's money supply are run by the Jews. This is ridiculous stuff. You know, what you need to do is you need to stop them and you need to ask them for their evidence, okay? Um, and then when they present it, you know, you, you have to be ready to dismiss some of it because, you know, they're going to be presenting you with a lot of nonsense. Uh, and if they don't have any evidence, that's even more the reason for it. You know, oh, well, of course, you know, and you also have to be willing to accept the fact that a lot of people are simply going to say, you know what, that's just what the government wants you to believe, or I can't, you believe that you accept the government's explanation. Um, it, it's not that you want to say the government's right. We should fact check the government. We should always fact check. We should fact check everyone. Anytime someone comes up to me and, and makes some grandiose statement, I fact check them. I'm like, mm, okay. Even if I don't know, I say, all right, well, you know what? I, do, I don't know. You're making this claim, but I'm going to go and I'm going to do a little bit of homework and I'm going to look it up and then I'll come back and let you know. There's, there's no shame in that. Uh, there's nothing wrong with saying, you know what? Uh, there's nothing wrong with saying, okay, so you're making an argument here. Um, I don't know that I can disprove it right now, but I, I want to go back and look some stuff up and then I'll come back to you uh, later once I've done some research. Go do that. That's, you know, you don't want to get caught up in an emotional argument. You know, that's, that's the wrong way to go about it. And I think that with, with overwhelming, overwhelmingly, when you're talking conspiracy theories, they are not based on reality. They're based on these kind of facts where it's like, well, there was a second gunman on the grassy knoll. No, there wasn't. Yes, there was. No, there was. Can you prove there wasn't? No, we, we, we're not going to, you know, we're not going to prove a negative here. Um, you know, that's where it's like, look, when you're making the claim, this is a Hitchens razor. Um, God, we really lost him too early, didn't we? Christopher Hitchens, what a field day he'd be having today. I will definitely be talking more about him um, as December comes up when, when he uh, sadly slipped the bonds, slipped his mortal coil here, uh, those many years ago. Uh, Hitchens raises what, what can be asserted uh, without evidence can be dismissed without evidence. Um, you know, there's no reason to um, accept this. If you cannot prove to me, if you're making the claim that there was another gunman on the grassy knoll, if you're making the claim that, um, you know, there were UFOs, you have to have evidence, otherwise I'm just going to say, and I'm sorry, it's up to you to prove it. It's not up to me to prove it. I don't have to prove that there was no gunman on the, the grassy knoll. I don't have to prove uh, that the people on the planes weren't abducted to a foreign port of call. And I don't have to prove that alien ships aren't appearing over the United States. I don't, I don't, have, to, I don't have to disprove any of that. Um, I just have to say, listen, you're making the claim that UFOs are coming in here. I'm saying, where's your evidence? You're saying, you know, well, of course they are because of this. No, it's up to you if you're making the assertion. And, and don't, please don't get caught up in that. 
Make good arguments, okay? Uh, don't get emotional about it. And at the end of the day, what you have to accept and understand is that, unfortunately, you're going to end up with a lot of people who just say, well, you know what, you've already been bought out by the government. Or, you know, you've, you're, you're just one of these sheeple out there that, you know, believes whatever they, the government tells them. You say, okay, you know, you, you bring up a fair point. These people you can't ever reach, okay? So don't get too upset about it. Um, so yeah, that's we're talking about conspiracy theories. There are many more out there. Again, if there's a particular conspiracy theory that you are questioning, um, do feel free to drop me a line. Um, you know, you can you can comment. Uh, I've gotten multiple comments on the uh, uh, po- Apple Podcasts. Um, you know, or or uh, again, uh, tweet me, Antonius Optimus. At Antonius Optimus, A N T O I N U S O P T I M U S, at Antonius Optimus. Um, you know, let me know. Let me know if there's something that you want me to talk about, something you want me to address. Um, I'll be very happy to do so in a, in a future podcast. Uh, I'm also very happy I'm getting these out a little more often. There's, there's so much to talk about. I mean, I had people wanted me actually to talk a lot about Trump. Um, <laughs> And, you know, it's funny because I I do want so to talk about that. But with Trump, it's just the, the issues change. It's almost like on a daily basis, there's something new to talk about. And here I would get excited. I'd be like, okay, look, I'm going to talk about this. And then all of a sudden something else happens. And there's, there's you know, a completely new situation going on. So, you know, having said that... Um, you know, let me know what's going on in your minds. Um, I will continue to post up uh, podcasts. I'm going to try and do every single week, uh, at least once a week. If I can do more than once a week, I will do that. But I don't want to overwhelm people, and I don't want people to feel that you know they can't keep up with things because I'm doing too much. So please let me know what's going on in your world. Um, send stuff over to me. Like my stuff. Follow me. Um, and do, do please... Tell other people about it. Um, I'm excited, you know, that more people than ever are listening to this podcast. I think more people still should listen to it. Um, it's short enough, only 20 minutes, you know, tell them to, to go ahead and uh, send people. It doesn't matter where in the world they are. They can access it anywhere. I'm on, you know, you can get it off of, uh, you know, the the um, the Apple um, podcast. You can get off of Spotify. I'm on the Google Android um, and, and amongst other things. So with that having been said, I wish all of you an excellent week here. Um, I hope everything works out well uh, for you in whatever you are doing with your lives. And like I said, please do be in touch. Drop a line. Give me a, a good rating on uh, whatever you're, you're accessing this from. And if you have any complaints, also let me know about them as well. Uh, I hope everyone has a great rest of their week. And we will, of course, talk to you later. More to follow, as always. Bye-bye.